world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions, and we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee with Andrea and Vince. My name is Vince. This is my partner in truth, Andrea. Good morning, Andrea. Welcome, of course. Good morning. Everybody, as you know, this is a show where we go over the news and events in the morning, Monday through Friday, on all the Red Pill Project channels, so we could figure out what the hell's going on before we start our days and just stay on track with... uh, What's happening in the U.S., what's happening in the world, what's going on in the health world, and what do we think about it? And it's a conversation. You guys could participate in the live chats, participate in the comments after the show, wherever you are watching, and we will get back to you and check those all out. Good morning, everybody. It's October 27th, 2022. Holy cow. Time is flying by. My God. It is. We are not far from the election. It is right around the corner, and it's anybody's guess as to what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of speculation on what's going to happen, but I, I think Josh might be spot on with one of his theories, and we'll get further into that later with some evidence. Um, Gump, thank you so much for the dollar. He says, good morning. How did I miss Putin talking about ripping up his part of the Antarctica Treaty? I didn't know that. I don't know. Pretty incredible. We missed it too. (laughs) Weird. Yeah, it's chilly. I don't have a heater. I got to get my uh, setup going. Um. Thanks for noticing. (laughs) It's chilly here too, and I do have heat in my house. I mean, not that it's like super cold where I'm at, but. Cool yeah, I don't general. have heat in the studio yet, and it's going to be a couple weeks. I might have to improvise here because it's really getting cold. Yeah. Yep. Bring Kevin with you. Snuggle no with way. Him. <laughs> Not <laughs> worth it. He's he's such a meower. Oh yes, he's a very vocal kitty. <sighs> well, everybody, we have some things curated for you this morning. Let's get into it. We're going to start with a little bit of finance as usual, but just a little bit. We don't want to bore you. Plus, this is your daily reminder not to look at your 401ks and retirements because they're probably down almost 20%. Hopefully, you are taking steps to put yourself in the best financial position you can as the changes occur that we see before us. Um, I'm 
sorry to report the truth, and even though it's so depressing, <laughs> but that's really right. the truth. Um, Maybe one of these days we'll have good news. <laughs> yeah, if you want to diversify, uh, you can go to getgoldstay.com and get a free consultation and meet with Kirk Elliott's team and figure that out. Oh, I've got like some kind of birds outside. Oh. <laughs> I thought they were dogs. It sounded like a bunch of dogs, but I think it's a bunch of honking birds. Oh, like geese. Yeah, something. <laughs> uh, or seagulls. I think they were seagulls. Oh, that could be. All right. Well, let's take a look. What's happening? What is happening? What's happening? Oh. Well, I don't have any internet browser here. Uh-oh. That's a problem. Third quarter GDP up based on Biden selling U.S. oil, gas, and weapons overseas while Americans suffer at the pump. Oh, thanks, Brandon. Right. GDP is up in the third quarter. Wow. The U.S. GDP reportedly rose more than 2%, says the U.S. Bureau of Economic Analysis, the BEA, in the third quarter of 2022. Ask anyone about their thoughts on the economy and they will have a third, I'm sorry, they will have a hard time understanding this estimate. It's not what the economy is doing. It's what you say the economy is doing and counts. That counts. Obama taught us this straight out of the communist playbook. Today, the BEA announced third quarter 2022 GDP numbers, and they just don't add up for the average American. The BEA shares. Real gross domestic product increased at an annual rate of 2.6% in the third quarter of 2022, according to the advanced estimate released by the Bureau of Economic Analysis. In the second quarter, real GDP decreased by 0.6%. I remember that. The GDP estimate released today is based on source data that are incomplete or subject to further revision by the source agency. Refer to source data for the advanced estimate on page 3. The second estimate for the third quarter, based on more complete data, will be released on November 30th, 2022. How convenient. And I bet on November 30th, 2022, we might realize, ah, it was another negative quarter. Oops. Probably. Weird. After two consecutive quarters of negative GDP, the BEA claims that the GDP in the third quarter was up by 2.6%. Look further into the report. Looking further into the report, it became clear the entire increase in GDP is related to U.S. exports in oil, gas, and weapons. Mm -hmm. Wow, Zero Hedge looked at it. So they go into all the figures. While Biden sells U.S. weapons, oil, and gas overseas, the average American suffers under 40-year high record inflation. Wow. Wow. So the Biden administration is going to come out and they're going to prop this up and they're going to be like, we did so good. Our economy is on track to improve and the GDP is up this month and we're out of the recession. And it's not true at all, because if he hadn't, what he's doing is he's, in, in my opinion, this is super misleading, yeah. right? Because these are things that he shouldn't be selling. Our strategic oil reserves our right. weapons um these are not things that should be being sold it, it you know when you look at our gdp what you have to look at so for gross domestic product is products that are being produced and then sold we're not actually producing anything we're selling reserves and stock that we have that's supposed to that trump purchased the trump purchased right so we're not actually producing anything. No. We're selling stuff that we shouldn't be selling to prop up the economy to make it look like it's doing better than it's doing because the Biden administration is failing so horribly that they have to do something to right. make themselves look better around midterms. <laughs> they just can't have that negative 5% sticker on their quarter. Right. Um, yeah. What a sham, scam, fugazi yeah. something. And I think too, when you when you, with the gross domestic product percentages, it also they take into account the amount of products being imported as well. Mm. So it's it's how much growth did you have throughout all of your exports? Did you export more than you imported? I think is the calculation that they use to figure out that percentage of growth. And obviously, in a strong economy, you want more output than you do input so you want to be selling more product than you're importing but um 
people just aren't buying as much because inflation is so high, you know, yeah. and that's really the bottom line there, man. So that does factor into that percentage as well is the amount of product that's coming into our country. Interesting. Let's take a look just at the numbers here for today. We have a meh day in the markets. The S&P 500 is down 0.13%. The Dow is up 0.99%. NASDAQ is down 0.91%. Oil is up 1.64%, $89.35. Gold is at $1,668. Silver is at $19.53. About all the same. Bitcoin is about the same too, $20,618.15. Mortgage rates top 7% for the first time since April 2002. Good googly moogly, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, did you hear about Meta? Facebook stock absolutely crashed after their earnings. Yeah, didn't they lose like billions of dollars? I would assume they did. I don't know the figure, but their chart just took its nosedive. Um, yeah. loss of 3.7 billion last quarter compared to 2.6 billion in the same quarter a year ago. Yeah, they lost 3.7 billion last quarter. <laughs> uh oh, no one uses your shit. Sorry. Nobody likes Facebook anymore. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I think I was reading too an article that said that the demand for precious metals is increasing, although we're not seeing that in these manipulated prices here that we talk about from these charts. So we'll see when, uh, we'll see what they do, but prices are manipulated. Oh yeah. Highly manipulated because as the stock market goes down and inflation increases and all of these things, you would expect to see the price of precious metals go up. Um, but you're not. Nope, but we'll see, especially as those brick nations back all their currency with gold. Um, all right, let's jump into a little bit of U.S. news. Stop talking about money. Right. Yeah. Um, what's happening? Do you want to start, kick it off, or do you want? Sure, I can. Something else. Doesn't matter to me. Democratic Pennsylvania Secretary of State. We are not going to have results on election night. It appears the days of finding out who won an election on the day of voting are gone. Democratic Secretary of State Lee M. Chapman has already notified Pennsylvania voters that the midterm elections will more than likely experience delays. Chapman's warnings are quite bizarre considering the election has yet to even take place. According to Pittsburgh's NPR station, Chapman was quoted saying, it's really important for us to get accurate information about the election process in Pennsylvania. The virtual news conference Chapman also admitted that the state of Pennsylvania is working closely with the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security to combat threats. That wasn't all, though. Chapman would continue to say, since I've been in office in January, we have constantly met with the FBI and Homeland Security just to talk through what the current threat landscape is and tools that we can give our counties to make sure that they have physical security protection as well as cybersecurity protection. Chapman would even go on NBC and say, we are not going to have results on election night. It appears Hillary Clinton's war cry is in full effect. And she's right that this is just, it's them setting the narrative. This is what they're doing. They're telling you, we're going to steal the election and anybody who tries to stop it will be stopped. You're muted. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think they're going to do what Josh said. I think they're going to steal it for the Republicans. And I don't know how it's going to shake up. Because... I don't know. We have, they're definitely planning on stealing it, though. That's for sure. Of course. So we have this other article. Um... Some Texans are reporting that ballots switched the, their votes from Beto to Abbott. What? That doesn't surprise me. So they're cheating for the Republicans in Texas, apparently. Interesting. It appears. Yeah, they, they're they going to have everybody thinking that 
Um, they're going to have everybody thinking that they're going to cheat for themselves. And then they're going to turn around and they're going to cheat for the Republicans. And then when the Republicans win and the, the red wave comes, they're going to cry foul. And they're going to go, okay, well, let's audit the election. And look, there's voter fraud. I don't even think they're going to try to audit it. I think they're just going to be com- complete tyrants, take over the government, That's retain awesome. power, burn everything mm-hmm. down, unauditable. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it could go that direction, too. And they just they just I can see go that happening. full scorched earth. They're gonna they're gonna get the DOJ involved is what they're gonna do, and so Carrie put out some advice on Twitter, just random uh, at I am of Daniel says Texans beware, check your ballot when it prints out. Three women in a group I'm a part of reported that their ballots changed from Beto to Abbott. Make sure to verify your selections are current before you scan your ballot into the machine. One Twitter user commented they had experienced a similar switch that had had and had reported it to their election ad- administrator. The election administrator was probably like, "Oh yes, let me file that in our very special file here, and then put it in a paper shredder." Um, yeah. so the, the outcomes of this would are unclear. Obviously, we can only speculate and guess. Um, yeah. My go-to is my scorched earth theory, where they can uh implement martial law, implement um, their paid rioters on the far left, you know, Antifa, BLM, these kinds of people that have been burning cities down in 2020. Mm -hmm. And um, go from there. While that happens, though, could there be a counterattack or, you know, a counter move? Probably, yeah, there could be. I don't know, though, but I only hope... I only hope. I mean, you have to wonder, right? If word got out that the Democrats were cheating for the Republicans, how would the Democrat voters respond to that? There's no way that if they do this, there's no possible way that they can let that get out, that that's what happened. Because I think their voter base is insane enough to annihilate them. Like I don't think that they would let that stand. I like that theory, and I think that that I think the same thing. It's like you radicalized; they radicalized all of these extreme leftists. Well, what happens when they wake up to the truth when they take that red pill? Well, now you have right. a radical red pilled leftist. Right? Yeah, exactly. Fucking because what are, what are they going to do? Soul. Yeah, exactly. They do. That's exactly what they have. And they will go, and their their base is just as bad as them. They're gonna go scorched earth. They're gonna rip each other's heads only, off. Yeah, they're they're going to take that out on their own party. And you know, the Democrats really are in a, in a situation like this. They're stuck in a catch twenty two. They're damned if they do, and they're damned if they don't. If it ever comes out that they cheated for the Republicans. Their base isn't going to understand why they would do something like that, and they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna freak. I like how you just insinuate how they're <laughs> really they won't understand it. They just won't be able to comprehend they it. Won't. It's too complex. <laughs> they won't understand it. I don't think that they have. They would be like, "Why would you do that?" Right? Yeah. Because it's always been Republicans are the bad guys. Republicans are the bad guys. It's like they're fine and. Most of their base, I believe, honestly knows that they cheat. Yeah. And they don't care. I think that they just feel like, oh, well, as long as they're cheating for the Democrats, it's fine. But they cheat for the Republicans, that's going to bring a whole new level of re to the party. I think that's the plan. That's why they're cheating for Republicans. Could very well be. If it's very widespread, you know, I'm just guessing that maybe it is. Maybe this is their plan. Yeah, I really think it's going to be, you know, as much as people are talking about this red wave being a good thing, I think that it's going to bring it. I think we're screwed either way when it comes to our elections. I think that our elections are completely unsecured. I don't think there's any way that you can trust or feel confident that the election is legitimate in any way, shape or form. Not that I'm saying not to go out and vote because we all have a responsibility to do that. I'm going to be voting in person 
Yeah, and the Democrats are voting early and voting often, so we have to make sure we cast our. Right. I just wonder. You know, I just wonder when I go and fill out my ballot, how many ballots have previously been filled out for me? (laughs) Right. Yeah, we have to watch this. And of course, as Claire makes a good point, they're just going to say they're crazy MAGA. Yeah, and they're going to put their MAGA gear on and burn stuff down. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And and if if they can't, then they will get paid rioters to dress up like MAGA, which I think is what we also have yeah. going on in Arizona. That's exactly what what we're talking um, about. Yeah. And this is funny because now AG Garland is involved. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and move on to the story unless there's anything yeah, else you have. So AG Garland promises to address voter intimidation after armed and masked Dropbox election observers who look an awful lot like fake Patriot Front Group, show up at Dropbox in Arizona. Hmm. So do you remember during the 2020 election when we had these people, they were all wearing like khaki pants and white shirts and face masks. The feds. And they showed up and everybody's like, that is a fake Patriot group if I ever saw one. These are not part of any, you know, Republican or anything like that. And they're inciting violence. And they're inciting violence. Well, guess what? They're back. So when a group of masked men wearing khakis and identical jackets showed up in Washington, D.C. on December 4th, 2021, and no one had ever heard of them, the radars went up on people like me who are paying attention. The khaki-clad group of similar-sized and aged men marched to the Lincoln Memorial, and then almost as quickly as they came, they marched back to the U-Haul trucks that brought them to the event. No, it's one of those signatures, the U-Haul trucks. Yep. The left mean, the left immediately made up stories about the group and their ties to right-wing extremists and white supremacy. The only problem is no one on the right has ever heard of these guys. Conservatives, however, seem to think they have a pretty good idea about where this new group came from. Um, And they're, guess what? They're showing up at ballot drop boxes in Arizona now, which has prompted um, our very corrupt Attorney General Merrick Garland to come out and um, say that he is not going to allow for this. And Democrats must quell any organized activity by crazy Americans who might be organizing to protect the security of our elections. And that he is, you know, going to do everything in his power to stop these people. So what he's doing is they're putting out groups like this. They're paying groups to go out and do this stuff. Yeah. That are leftist groups, leftist organizations, blaming it on the right and then demonizing all of us. Yeah. So. There's a video here. It's the same thing. Oh, yeah. Let's play the video. It's really bad. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that I have, I've never seen any actual patriot or conservative groups where they feel the need to hide their identity like that. Yeah. And where most knee pads, people, if you don't, right? <laughs> I know. You know what those are for. <laughs> I have a couple of things that I could say, but I <laughs> You're won't. absolutely right. This is not indicative of any patriot groups i've ever heard of no patriot groups that i've ever seen none of them wear masks no, and didn't even during the pandemic they're proud patriots that actually show their faces yeah you're uh, not really a they hate masks patriot. yeah exactly these are crooks these are criminals criminals wear masks and re- idiots yep they are um imposters impasta it's probably Imposter. fbi at least some of them i bet I am 100% sure that you're probably right. And it's just sad that they're doing this. Didn't we see this in 2020 with the same exact kind of people? And they were all feds? And they came out of a U-Haul truck? Yeah, everybody was saying that they were FBI. I I don't know that it was ever conclusively proven that they were FBI. Lots of speculation. that was the speculation. Everybody reported like it was FBI. Even like... Yeah. Well, and we heard in this story before with the Pennsylvania Secretary of State. She's been meeting with the FBI and DHS. 
they could very well be organizing this stuff. So sick, man. It is. It is absolutely. And if we had an actual competent FBI or anything of the sort, they would be infiltrated. And if they were doing anything illegal, it would be stopped. And, you know, but yeah. not anymore. We don't have stuff like that here. Not in America. Right. It's just disgusting. Yeah, I don't want to be anywhere near these crazy people. I don't care if you say you're right or you're left or anything. If you're being weird like this, I don't want to. We, uh, I don't want nothing to do with you. Yeah, the best thing you can do is just stay away from all of this drama and all of this bullshit. Because the last thing you need is to get wrapped up in it and you know be held as a political prisoner, just like the January Sixers. Even if you're innocent, you could still get tied up, like just yeah. being in proximity of some crazies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that is not where anybody wants to be. No, ma'am. Democrat blows whistle on alleged ballot harvesting scheme. Florida opens criminal probe. We've got voter fraud everywhere in the USA today. Yeah. Just the news reports, former candidate from Orange County Commissioner describes widespread vote trafficking operation in Orlando area. Auth authorities see enough evidence to warrant criminal probe. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' new election crimes unit has recommended state police open a full criminal investigation into a Democrat whistleblower's detailed complaint of a long-running widespread ballot harvesting operation in the African-American communities in politically important Central Florida. Wah, wah. Get them. Right. It's a lot of details. It, it goes into the ballot harvesting scheme and stuff like that. But they apparently they they put these people out a year in advance, which I found interesting. What do you mean by this? So, this came out a year ago. No, they've been paying people to harvest ballots oh, starting they, a year ago. They paid them last year for what they're doing now. Yeah. Ah. So. Well, they'll have plenty of money to buy their riot gear. Right. Uh, what else? We got It's Happening. International banks begin moving billions in cash for Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter. Um, we were all expecting this to happen. It does look like it is appeared to set. He is supposed to take acquisition of Twitter tomorrow. So Elon Musk entered Twitter headquarters on Wednesday carrying a sink. He's very eccentric. Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter is happening. Banks have started moving billions in cash, backing Musk's takeover of the far-left social media giant. Uh, the Wall Street Journal reported banks have started to send $13 billion in cash, backing Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter, Inc. Um Wow. And um, Mr. Musk late Tuesday sent a so-called borrowing notice to the banks that agreed to provide him with the debt for the purchase. What are the people said? That kicked off a process that is currently underway by which banks will deposit funds they are on the hook for into an escrow account after hammering out final details of the debt contracts, people said. Once final closing conditions are met, the funds will be made available for Mr. Musk to execute the transaction by the Friday deadline. It indicates the deal is on track to close after Mr. Musk invited visited Twitter's San Francisco office Wednesday, entering Twitter headquarters. Let that sink in. Mr. Mm -hmm. Musk tweeted along with a video of himself walking into Twitter's headquarters carrying a white basin. Twitter yeah. told employees in an internal message that they would hear directly from Mr. Musk on Friday, according to an internal note reviewed by the Wall Street Journal. Uh, the billionaire also changed the bio description on his Twitter profile to Chief Twit and added his location as Twitter HQ. <laughs> so, so he also put out a letter. I don't know if it's really a letter. Maybe it is. Whatever. Or just a memo. Yeah. He tweeted out some words. It says, Dear Twitter Advisors. Let me pull it up here. Dear Twitter Advisors. And it th I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, I wanted to reach out personally to share my motivation in acquiring Twitter. There has been much speculation about why I bought Twitter and what I think about advertising. Most of it has been wrong. The reason I acquired Twitter is because it is important to the future of civilization to have a common digital town square where a wide range of beliefs can be debated in a healthy manner without resorting to violence. 
There is currently a great danger that social media will splinter into far right wing and far left wing echo chambers that generate more hate and divide our society. In the relentless pursuit of clicks, much of traditional media has fueled and catered to those polarized extremes as they believe that is what brings in the money, but in doing so, the opportunity for dialogue is lost. That is why I bought Twitter. I didn't do it because it would be easy. I didn't do it to make more money. I did it to try to help humanity, whom I love. And I do so with humility, recognizing that failure in pursuing this goal despite our, very, despite our best efforts is a very real possibility. That said, Twitter obviously cannot become a free-for-all hellscape where anything can be said with no consequences. In addition to adhering to the laws of the land, our platform must be a warm and welcoming to all, must be warm and, and welcoming to all, where you can choose your desired experience according to your preferences, just as you can choose, for example, to see movies or play video games ranging from all ages to mature. I also very much believe that advertising, when done right, can delight, entertain, and inform you. It can show you a service or product or medical treatment that you never knew existed, but is right for you. For this to be true, it is essential to show Twitter users advertising that is relevant as possible, as relevant as possible to their needs. Low relevancy ads are spam, but high relevant ads are actual content. Fundamentally, Twitter aspires to be the most respected advertising platform in the world that strengthens your brand and grows your enterprise to everyone who has partnered with us i thank you let us build something extraordinary together thoughts he's right you know um it doesn't matter whether you're right or left we all deserve to have a voice and even if others disagree with our voices it doesn't matter you just choose not to see that you choose not to read it if you're a conservative and you want conservative content that's what you should be able to choose to see yeah and you could Not, tweak the algorithm to cater those needs right and it sounds to me like that's what his intention is is um basically what what's happening now is you know if you're a conservative predominantly what you're seeing are democrat ads right political ads and a bunch of stuff that is fact checks liberal in nature you know how much stuff do you see ads for the world economic forum and the global health alliances and stuff like that i i see it all the time on my twitter feed and it's like i don't want to look at this crap i'm not interested in it. i don't like it i don't agree with it and i shouldn't have to be subjected to it i should be able to um choose my my own experience and what i'm interested in and i shouldn't see ads for something that i'm not interested in or have yeah. something pushed on me that i don't agree with and it sounds like yeah. that's what he's trying to do mm -hmm. and i think this is better for an economy too as weird as yeah. and i don't like this aspect of it of where they track everything you do everything you like and everything about you create a profile for you and then customize your own experience for each user it's kind of creepy and invasive but I think doing that does increase the amount of products sold in our country. I think that it will affect the economy. In all reality, though, they've already been doing that for years. I know. It's targeted advertising. You know, your information gets sold on a daily basis, and which is why you can start talking about something, and then all of a sudden you see a bunch of ads for it. Yeah. Even if it's not, even if it's just a conversation you're having with somebody, I can't tell you how many times that's happened to me, and I'm like key you know yeah i don't like it i don't like it either but it happens mm -hmm. and they force people into buying things kind of it's kind of dirty i don't like it but i mean it absolutely is i agree what could we do i don't know sue durham what's happening this was really disappointing a really long article um and i didn't want to spend too much time on it but uh, basically the long and the short of it is, is because of the FISA, uh, when the FISA warrants were signed and when they expired, they've got seven years from the, um, for a statute of limitations to prosecute or do anything on it. And he has until 2024 Durham has until 2024 to uh, prosecute Andrew McCabe. Mm -hmm. And he's not choosing to do that. 
he is reportedly filing a report instead. Hmm, interesting. So, yeah, I and I don't know. I half wonder if it's because the Igor Dushchenko, um trial is cor- was corrupted, and the one that was prior to that, I can't remember the guy's name, um, was corrupted. And both of those people got off. So what point is there in wasting his time prosecuting this stuff when we're obviously very much corrupted and our judicial system is corrupted and there's no point in wasting his time. So well, he's filing a report. Sorry, go ahead. So he's just, he's, that was pretty much it. He's okay. filing a report instead of. Yeah. The only thing I could hope for is that there's a bigger scheme to all of this than just what's here at face value. Um, which doesn't seem great, like you said. Um, but the good thing that did come out of all this is the FBI being exposed as completely corrupt and complicit in all this. So we could see more stuff come out of it, but right now it's just kind of, here's where we are. So I Yeah, that's hope. pretty much it. It's very upsetting, though. Um, I, I could be honest. I, I wasn't really, I'm done being like, putting all my eggs in a basket and saying everything's going to oh, be yeah. better after this. Like I'm, so I'm not disappointed. I wasn't expecting fireworks. No, I wasn't either. I knew. And I think we all did. I think we all knew that this would be just a giant, nothing burger and that nothing was going to come of it because the fact of the matter is, is our judicial system is corrupt and it's not a justice system. It's a just us system. And we're not involved in, you know, we're not a part of that game. So it was always a losing battle, you know. Um, and I think we kind of already all knew that right from the very beginning. I think it's so information is, warfare takes a long time. Yeah, this is kind of one of those things where it's like everybody had high hopes and it ended with a wah, wah, wah. Unfortunately. But I don't think it's over. Paul Gosar's Paul Gosar entered the um, media. Uh, Paul Gosar tweeted this and tagged uh, Tim Pool. Tim Pool published an article about Representative Gosar, a good friend of the Red Pill Project. Said, Gosar wrote, Gosar invites Zelensky, Putin, to Arizona for peace talks. Gosar addresses Russian President Putin and Ukrainian President Zelensky and urges the two to settle their differences in Arizona to, pre- to, to prevent further death and destruction. Makes you wonder why Arizona, because he's a New York, he's a New Yorker. Hmm. Or no, wait. No, he's not. No, he's not. Never yeah. mind. Sorry. It's I'm okay. thinking of, yeah. I believed you for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I believed me for a second, too, but I was wrong. <laughs> I, was like, I have no problem admitting when I was wrong. No, I know he's from Arizona for sure. Yeah, he is. Um, so I just thought that was interesting because Josh has that theory of maybe Trump brokering a peace deal and maybe Gosar knows about it and he's kind of trolling. I don't know. Well, there was also, you know, that memo that came out from Putin that said that any U.S. state that wanted to become part of Russia, um, he would yeah. consider, which is interesting. And I'm that so- kind of just... It would bleep, it hit the news, and then it was gone. <laughs> yeah, no, I and thought like, that was Nobody trigger. wants to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even want to bring it up. I didn't see any triggered leftists on that, because it just came in and came out as quick as it came in. Yeah. That but was, it does, it is interesting. And it's so interesting weird. to think about that in connection to this now. Not that I think that Arizona is looking to become part of Russia. I don't um, think any state would, but it's just, I think, the act of doing that is symbolic and weird more than anything it it is it really is i would agree with that i don't know i i have a hard time believing that there's any state that would actually consider doing that but you know how bad do things get before it become before that becomes feasible within the realm of possibility so i don't know i mean wouldn't it be more likely for a state to just secede from the union before i would think russia But unless they were like going to be annihilated and needed protection, I guess. I don't know. But then you don't have to become a part of that country. You could just. I think it's very dangerous for any one state by themselves to secede from the union. I know California is trying to or new California is trying to. Um, But I think that's very dangerous because you've got one small area that is now separated from the rest of a bigger country that's tied together 
I yeah. land. They're just going to infiltrate and kill everybody and take over and so corrupt. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a very so you know, it would it be beneficial to join another country like that? I don't know. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm, I'm depends though on the situation, but seriously, like I'm like, no way. I can see the benefits to it. I'm not saying whether I would agree with something like that or not, because I'm not in a position to make those kind of decisions. But I do think that I, I find it fascinating. What's that. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, man. I'm not going to be writing to my governor, let's just say, and saying, please, can we become part of Russia? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> Send him your application. <laughs> This is breaking from this morning. New York Post says its site was hacked after posting offensive tweets. The New York Post, one of the biggest New York City daily newspapers, said it was hacked on Thursday after several offensive articles and tweets were published to the newspaper's website and Twitter account. The articles and tweets, which were racist and sexually violent in nature, were pulled a short time later. TechCrunch is not publishing the contents of the tweets, several of which called for the assassination of politicians and public figures. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was like um, calling for AOC to be attacked, and that's the one I remember, um, obviously, which is inciting violence and is inappropriate, even though this is kind of a funny story. Um, violence is not funny, but... And the New York Post came out this morning and tweeted, the New York Post has been hacked. We are currently investigating the cause. It's believed the New York Post's uh, content management system used for publishing stories and articles may have been breached. The offensive tweets were sent via Social Flow, a popular website plugin used to push stories to social media sites. The tweets also contained links that pointed to web pages on the Post's website, but which were no longer accessible at that time of writing. A spokesperson of News Corp, which owns the New York Post, did not immediately respond to a request for comment. The breach comes weeks after Fast uh, Fast Company's management uh, content management system was breached to push offensive Apple News notifications to readers. Oh, yeah, and that one had the N-word in it. Fast yeah. Company, that was like two or three weeks ago, or maybe a month ago, Apple News sent out the N-word in a message. I think I remember that. Fast Company pulled its site down for more than a week to rebuild its systems following the compromise. The hacker, who identified themselves by their handle Thrax, posted an article on Fast Company's site describing how they found a ridiculously easy default password that was used across several accounts, including an administrator allowing them to access the news outlet's systems. Oh, so they just brute forced the password. It was probably password123. <laughs> probably. <laughs> wow. That's funny. So, um, that's interesting though. I wonder who's responsible for this, right? It's calling for violence against the left is what it is. Um, and assassinations and this stuff's not good to, this is a dangerous hack because you get somebody who might be considered reputable to mm -hmm. a public member of society. And then they're being told they think that this like major news organization is telling them to go do violence. They may act on that. And whether I agree with AOC or any commies or not, violence is not right. And this is a dangerous hack. So uh, it, is it really somebody on the right that's being extreme and trying to cause a chain reaction or is it the left so. or is it the FBI? Is it some infiltrator? Is it just uh, someone in the middle who got paid who knows? We may never know. But I, I think that it, whoever it is, is attempting to make the people on the right look bad. Um, and they're trying to oust us as violent, criminal extremists, dangerous extremists, when it's just simply not the truth. But they Seriously. have to perpetuate the narrative. And, you know, we don't. I, I will, all Americans have the right to be safe. Including AOC, yeah, including all of these other people. Her, uh, as much as people hate it, AOC, AOC's big juicy booty has as many rights as your booties. <laughs> exactly. Period. You know, <laughs> violence should never be perpetrated against anyone, Republican or conservative. If you don't agree with somebody, have a debate. Talk about, you know, your your differences and your commonalities find trying to find some kind of middle ground or even if you can just agree to disagree it's not a big deal 
um, requesting violence or perpetrating violence against another person because you have a difference in ideology is terrible. And it's not something that anybody should be pushing left or right. The difference is, is that most of the time what you see on the left is like what we saw with the justices during Roe versus Wade when they were pushing they were pushing the narrative to kill these justices to assassinate oh, yeah. Supreme Court justices. Yeah. I've never actually heard anyone on the right call for the killing of somebody on the left, but I have heard the opposite. Yeah. And that You're is right. and unfortunately, there've been innocent people that have had their lives ended simply for being conservative because some liberal that's triggered has got the great idea that it's okay to kill people that you disagree with and they've acted on that and the mental illness that we see in this country is a huge problem yeah and we, most of it mm -hmm. is centered on people on the left yeah vulnerable they are and we've seen these political setups by the fbi and stuff with kidnappings and whatnot it's just like yeah. it's so obvious the playbook here the psychological warfare games that they're playing are not working on us because all of us see this shit and mm -hmm. our little investigative sirens go off and we sit here and talk about it and figure it out and i think we're spot on so let's pat ourselves on the back Ugh. all right let us know what you guys think are we spot on or are we just r-worded <laughs> well, the mental illness on the left is strong. <laughs> Which gives us funny memes for Friday. So oh, I can't wait for know. tomorrow. I can't either. I mean, that's <laughs> it's been a long week. I don't know. I know. I was just like, can today be Friday? Let's oh just gosh. skip the Thursday stuff. Let's... I know. Ugh. Yeah, crazy. Um. Yeah. I, I, so. I guess we could go on from there. I, I really wanted to cover that story, though. I thought it was important. Yeah, it is important. So, uh, Biden. Hmm, useless Biden. He mocked reporters for trying to ask him questions. He's... <clears throat> yeah. Something else. I just can't even... He's ridiculous, man. Yeah. I believe that there's videos, so... Uh, Let's let the videos speak for themselves, shall we? Sure. The world at large. Thank you very much. Thank you. And they're kicking all the reporters out. Jesus. Let's go. Yeah, he um, mumbled his lips at them. Yeah, of course he did. Um, we're now going to move to the closed press portion of our task force meeting. So thank you very much. What a coward. Among the only press in the world that does this. Seriously. Seriously. Among the only press in the world that does this. What? Try to ask questions to the acting illegitimate president? Yeah. Uh, He's such a disgrace. That's the only word I can ha I can think of. The nicest word I can think of it. This is yeah. he's an absolute disgrace. And of course, Jean Pierre, whatever the hell her name is, the most diverse, brave press secretary the U.S. has ever had, came out and was saying like, defending Biden, saying, um, "We answer questions for people all the time. We always answer people's questions." It's like, well, cut to that because no, you don't. <laughs> she does. Her answer to everybody's questions is, "We're not going to speak on that." I don't have anything for you on that. It's too close. Too too. You're hitting the nail on the head, and we can't have that. She's like, "I gave you a response. What more do you want?" Yeah, blind my ass off she over loves. here. Give me a break. 
Ugh. And she can't speak for nothing. I know, man. We could both She's... be better press secretaries than her. Right? I My 11 year old could be a better press secretary than her. Seriously, I look at these politicians, especially like you saw Fetterman absolutely embarrass himself in front oh of the whole God. country and world. I look at Fetterman and Joe Biden and um, Saki and John Pierre, and I'm like, oh, fuck. I could be a really awesome politician and really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I know. My my kid always tells me, he's like, Mom, you should run for mayor. <laughs> I'm like, I do not want to be mayor of this shitty little town. Sorry. I, don't, I, don't, I just, yeah, I can't. I don't want to either. But it's yeah. funny to think about. It's true. It is. I'm like, I could probably do a better job of it, but mm-hmm. no thanks. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just see them doing it. You're like, I could do that. Actually, I could do that better. Get out of here. You crook. Anyway, world news. Uh, let's go. Oh, this one was fantastic. The U.S. commits another $30 million for Pakistan flood relief. You know, you get some money for Ukraine, you get some money for Pakistan, you get some money for the illegals that are flooding our country. Is there any? But the American people want some money, too. They just want to be able to keep their money. Nope. Not going to happen. The United wow. States said Thursday it would provide another $30 million in flood aid to Pakistan, hoping to reach nearly 2 million additional people after the historic disaster. The U.S. Agency for International Development said the new aid would include emergency food and nutrition, screening for malnutrition, shelter assistance, and kits to help families prepare for winter. They can't even do that here in the U.S. Nope. USAID Chief Samantha Power, who visited Pakistan last month, uh, said she had seen a sunken world from the floods, which killed more than 1,700 people and 1.2 million livestock, and at their height, submerged one-third of the country. For those who survived, unimaginable challenges still lie ahead. Although the water is receding, the damage remains vast, she said in a statement. The United States continues to stand with the people of Pakistan during this heartbreaking time. The assistance brings $97 million, brings to $97 million the flood aid to Pakistan by the United States, the largest donor. France next month plans a donor conference to discuss border aid to Pakistan, one of the most susceptible countries to right. climate change, despite its minimal role in. Uh, whoever wrote this is retarded, but so yeah. the total aid by the U.S. is $97 million and it's the largest of any country donated to Pakistan. Yeah. Wow. Um, how about this? How about we send that $30 million to Florida? Yeah. For uh, Hurricane Ian relief. You know, that's the thing people are realizing about the U.S. is we send all of our wealth to other countries for some reason. While people are on the streets dying of overdoses and shit in their pants and burning down their own cities and not being educated on how to read or do math. And um, what? Right. Yeah. We're going to spend it on gender mutilation. We're going to send it to another country. Uh, you lost your home in a hurricane? Sorry for your luck. You don't qualify for FEMA funds. Yeah. We know you pay taxes, and we're going to send IRS to your agents to your house if you don't continue to pay them. Yeah. But you don't get any of your own money. Forget it. Forget about it. This is money for other countries. God, I just, it, it aggravates me so bad. Yeah. And, it's you know, we went through the same criminal. thing here in Montana during the spring with flooding. Yeah, yeah, you did. I wonder how much of that money is coming back to the big guy. Right? Yeah. One does wonder. Probably a lot of it. Yeah. Why do they send so much money to other countries? It's because it's a damn money laundering scheme and it's unaccounted for, unaccountable, and they're getting it back. They can't launder money in house because it's yeah. somewhere else. <laughs> Russia amends law to boost forces fighting in Ukraine. The Russia parliament on Thursday passed a law allowing ex-convicts to be mobilized into the army and other measures to prop up Moscow's troops in Ukraine. Last month, President Vladimir Putin announced the mobilization of hundreds of thousands of reservists in the country to boost his Ukraine military campaign. People who were released from prison but hold a criminal record for serious crimes can now be mobilized into the Russian armed forces. The decree introducing mobilization previously banned the recruitment of such ex-convicts. The change does not apply to people convicted of sexual assault against a minor, terrorist acts, traffic of radioactive material, 
or crimes against the government, including treason and espionage. The Parliament, or Duma, also passed legislation reinforcing the status of people voluntarily supporting the Russian army during mobilization in times of war, counter-terrorist operations, or abroad. Quote, in terms of status, volunteers will be equal to our servicemen under contract, said Duma Speaker Vacheslav Volodin. It is only fair that they protect our country, he said, according to a statement on the Duma website. Interesting. So they're increasing their forces. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ooh, this was weird. Russia. South Africa I'm sorry. warned? Oh. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> South Africa warned after refusal to bar a super yacht tied to Putin ally. Um, so we've got, maybe you can just put on, there we go. Whoa. South Africa's largest opposition on Wednesday warned that the government risks sanctions if it allows a luxury mega yacht linked to one of Russia's wealthiest oligarchs to dock in its territorial waters. The Nord, a $500 million vessel linked to Russian billionaire Alexei Mordashov, is reportedly on route to South Africa, having left Hong Kong last week where it spent three weeks. Mordashov is among the tycoons close to Russian President Vladimir Putin, who have been sanctioned by the United States, the European Union, and Britain following Moscow's invasion of Ukraine. Cape Town Mayor Jordan Hill Lewis this week wrote to the government, wrote to government asking it to block the ship's entry into the country's territorial waters. But a South African presidential spokesman said Tuesday, Pretoria has no reason to prevent the vessel's entry. South Africa has no legal obligation to abide by sanctions imposed by the U.S. and the EU, Vincent Megwenya told a briefing. Multiple jurisdictions have seized Russian oligarchs' yachts and other assets this year. Mayor Hill Lewis warned of the consequences of hosting the Russian oligarch. We face gray listing because of our lax approach to money launderers and racketeers. Now we can add sanction dodgers too, said Hill Lewis on Wednesday. (laughs) One of the continent's powerhouses, South Africa has resisted taking sides following Russia's invasion of Ukraine, a war which has triggered sweeping Western sanctions. Hill Lewis said South Africa had a moral duty to do what it can to protest unjust war, state terrorism, and the gross violation of human rights. The super yacht was expected to reach South Africa on November 8th or 9th. I don't blame them for not wanting to get involved in this bullshit. Why should they have to pick a side? They're not involved in it in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is just... So. They're trying to exclude Russia from any world things yeah and they're threatening whatever nation they can think to threaten to do it yeah all right let's talk about um health and this fiasco oh gosh yeah pfizer's paxlovid antiviral drug for covid19 is linked to blood clots I believe Paxlovid... Oh my gosh, I just really spit everywhere. Paxlovid <laughs> was the drug that is similar to ivermectin in in its um, performance or in its... It's what, what it, they what were prescribing everybody um, <clears throat> after after the whole remdesivir fiasco. Right, it's a prophylactic... But it's yeah. it's made by Big Pharma and it's more expensive than Remdesivir, and it's just um, has a lot of side effects, many of which I guess now include blood clots, of course. But does it really, or are the people taking Paxlovid um, jabbed and getting blood clots? I don't know. It's so it says that it interacts with medications, is what it does. Um, hmm. Heart medications and blood thinners, mm-hmm. um, things like that. Which so, so does well. Maybe not to that extent, but I've read a little bit about remdesivir, or not remdesivir. Um, what's the other one? The horse paste? Yeah. Ivermectin. In rare cases, there's like a couple things it could have side effects with. If taken well, you know, it, it is, you got to remember, ivermectin is still a pharmaceutical Yeah. that was created by the pharmaceutical industry. But so. Not blood clots, though. No. So it's definitely one of those things where, in fact, when Joe Biden was taking Paxlovid, <clears throat> excuse me, um, they actually took him off of his heart medication. Wow. So that he could do this. Yeah. Um, it's 
Yeah, it's, it's not, not good. No, I don't trust. This is basically the medication. So, like, if you get the flu and you go to the hospital, they're going to give you Tamiflu, right? I don't know. Paxlovid is what they're going to give you if you have COVID nineteen. Or remdesivir, whatever kills you faster. I don't know that they're really using remdesivir too much. I haven't really heard too much about it. It used to be the protocol. It used to be. I don't know if it still is or not. Um, Yeah. But this is just, in my opinion, part of this money laundering scheme. They're trying to make as much money as they can. They weren't making it when everybody was taking ivermectin, so they came out with Paxlovid in -hmm. order to trap people in another medicine. It just happens to kill them. Oh, well, that's their thought, right? Yeah. I definitely think that if you're vaccinated and getting Paxlovid, I think that's a really dangerous combination. Could be. You know, so what you were kind of saying at the beginning, I think, is not too far from the truth. What? What did I say? Um, Is it really Paxlovid or is it the... Oh, yeah. The vaccine. Because the vaccine we know causes blood clots. And if Paxlovid is also causing blood clots and reacting to medication, if you're vaccinated and you receive Paxlovid and you're on um, cholesterol medication or heart medication or blood thinners or anything like that, um, I would go it out. seems like you're two or three times more likely to get blood clots than the average person. And I would go, to, go out on a limb. <laughs> And say that most people who are unvaccinated against COVID aren't taking Paxlovid because that's just not in there. I don't think that anybody, if you haven't, if you haven't received the vaccine at this point, you obviously don't trust big pharma very much. (laughs) And you're most likely not going to be taking anything that they put out that they're advertising as a COVID-19 remedy. Yeah. I mean, there, there's probably some people out there who do. Maybe, but, but I don't think the majority I would. think the majority of them are going to say, no thanks. Yeah, they're like, no, I know about this one. Mm-hmm. Well, this is just getting worse and worse. Um, Democrat candidate who said, I don't give a F what happens to anti-vaxxers dies suddenly. Oh, darn. Richard Rowe. He tweeted out, yeah, I'm mostly here for personal ego. Already had COVID last year, so not worried about catching it, but I want to remain my smug sense of moral and intellectual superiority while making fun of Darwin anti-vaxxers. It's actually pretty noble, really, and posted a picture of his COVID-19 vaccination record card. He got Pfizer. Um, The sudden and unexpected death of a fit and healthy 41-year-old Florida Democrat candidate who angrily attacked people for rejecting the experimental COVID-19 shot is being revisited on social media. Screenshots from Florida District 23 candidate Richard Rowe's Facebook page revealed that the pro-vaccine politician regularly mocked anti-vaxxers who claimed he claimed helped kill 700,000 Americans before he passed away on October 28th, 2021, last year. Uh, Karma's a bitch, and then you die. Um, of course, people shit all over him, saying God has a sense of humor, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> it sucks, but you know, we saw a lot of this actually, and they have all of the receipts of all the crap he talked and stuff. But mm-hmm. we see this happening to a lot of celebrities and just a lot of people online. It's really disturbing. Well, there, yeah. I mean, this last week we heard about that guy that was like, "For the anti-vaxxers, they got my vaccine. If I live and nothing happens, ha ha on you. You should go get your vaccine. But if I yeah. die, I guess you're approved, right?" And then he dies. And then of course he dies, and it's like, well, <laughs> sorry for your luck. Yeah. I'm not going to be coerced into something because you're a smug asshole. <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, whatever, man. I guess I'll be... You do you. (laughs) Yeah, whatever you say. Anyway, that's pretty much what we have for today. And holy mackerel. This is still the reality. I guess this isn't a bad dream. I keep waking up and uh, we're in a genocide. We're in a uh, criminal state of our republic. Um, World War III craziness financial collapse all the things the list Josh put out last night in the Daily Dose went on for like two minutes of him just naming all the things 
Did you hear Right? That? I know. <laughs> I'm just like, stop. I was stop. Like, <laughs> I was like, he keep going. going. He's like, I can keep going. I was like, I know you can. <laughs> yeah. That, it's insane. You know, all of this shit is hitting us yeah. all at once. Yeah. And it's like, it's overwhelming. It can be very bit. overwhelming. But you have to remember that there's more life than all of this stuff. You know, we oh, can't. Yeah. We can't stop living life just because all of this shit is going on. Yeah, if it stops raining at all today, I'll definitely go play in the dirt. Um, you gotta just keep doing your thing and occupy your mind. Mm -hmm. Don't dwell on it. Stay sane. Stay healthy. Do fun stuff. You know, unplug. But, uh, Andrea, thanks for joining me once again. It's about that time. We gotta get our days on. We'll be back tonight. Uh, Joshua Reed will be live at 5.30 p.m. Pacific with the Daily Dose. And tomorrow morning we have Friday Funnies. I can't wait. I might have I to set... Excited. I might have to bring a heater in here and set this up properly to stay warm. Play in the dirt, Doomer Juice. Yeah, I'm working on projects and some of them involve dirt. So play in the <laughs> dirt is just, you know... Besides, it's fun to play in the dirt. I was yeah. playing in the dirt last week. Yeah, well, we dug a trench to the greenhouse that's going up, and we're running our uh, pipes or water. So, play in the dirt. I was digging up plants to bring them in for the winter. It was great. My hands were Maybe, Maybe I could go fishing one day. All right. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. As you know, you can find us on the Social Red Pill, www.socialredpill.com. Come check it out. Free to join. We'd love to see you there. Uh, Andrea, any any parting words? I think we're pretty much good. Let's, but I think I'm good. Everybody, Go play in the dirt. Play in the dirt. <laughs> if you can. Post the pictures. Have a great day, everybody. Find us on Twitter, Vince Taglavia, at A-K-R-E-F-T-1. And uh, say hello. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys soon. Tomorrow's Friday funny, so tune in. We'll see you there. And uh, thank you all for the donations. RPG, McDirty Work, Grits. I uh, appreciate yes. it. Peace, God bless, and God speed. Bye, guys. <laughs>